smoking pot in 1978 is not smoking pot in 2021. It's like half the time it was oregano. It, you know, it was just shit. And they, they all used to be like, oh, we got some Colombian. Dickie, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder if your finger broken. Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 No, you never call me. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Don't tell, don't tell. Where the hell are you? You are never home. Hello, don't tell my mother lovers. It's Nikki Levy, and we are back with more stories you'd never want your mom to know. And I have a special guest. Happy Pride Month, Mom. Thank you. Same to you. How are you celebrating Pride? I'm going out with uh, two or three men at the same time. That's how proud I am. I'm so proud of you for going out and dating. And I know you haven't actually been on a date, right? No, but I'm speaking to them over text. Okay, just don't don't have tech sex. Don't give away the cow. Don't give away the milk. No, no, I'm a good cow. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Mama. Oh, and if you guys want to make your ear holes proud, I have a brand new special on Audible exclusively for Pride Month called Owning It, where brilliant celebrities like drag icon Bianca Del Rio and transparent star Alexandra Billings tell hilarious true stories of queer joy and embarrassment. Check it out at audible.com slash owning it. Mom, we have an amazing guest today and I wanted to bring you on because you know her. Emmy Award winning actor, writer and comedian Judy Gold. Do you remember Judy? I remember when we went to see her show. Yes, she is a big old lesbian who paved the way for women in comedy. Guys, check out her book, Yes, I Can Say That. When they come for the comedians, we're all in trouble. Subscribe to her podcast called Kill Me Now. It's so Judy. And she's performing in the gay mecca of Provincetown all summer long. We love Provincetown. I can't wait to go back. This is me and Judy Gold right after this. Just don't tell my mother. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Judy! Nicola! What's going on? <laughs> I'm so happy to see you. Did you just do the Peloton? I just did the Peloton. <laughs> there it is. Oh, that's great. You look great. Yeah. Oh, please. You know what? I, I can't do the classes. We need to discuss the classes at some point. When you say the classes, you mean the live classes? No. that You know, you can pick, you can pick, well, the live classes, and then they have recorded classes that you can just pick at any time. That's what I do, yeah. Right. I can't yeah. with the classes. I'm sorry, Nikki. What do you do then? No, I do do them, but I'm, I can't. <laughs> like, I hate them. It's like, first of all, you're 27 years old and have your whole life ahead of you and 50 uh, cadence for you is nothing. Okay. It's so annoying. And they're like, okay, just 10 more. Come on, you're going to add 10 more. You're going to add 10 on the resistance. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to add 10 on the resistance. And you're not going to make me feel like shit. <laughs> well, I know it's later in New York. It's 11 o'clock here. But I am, I am impressed that you did anything. 
And aren't you working today too? Nikki, I am, I'm working. I have to write. I'm writing on um, Better Things, uh, the show on uh, FX, right? I, you're, you're also on Better Things. Right. I've been a fan of yours for about 20 years. Oh, Nicola. Swear to God, because as a New York gay Jew, and I know you're from New Jersey, but I'm going to give you the credit of New York. Now, I, I have lived in New York way longer than okay. I ever lived in New Jersey. Okay. Great. Great. I took my mother, took my mother to see 25 Questions for a Jewish oh. Mother. My mother loved it. I loved it. And I remember after the show going up to talk to you, but then chickening out because I was too scared. I was, I was actually intimidated by you. Can I tell you something? Please. There are so many people that are like, oh my God, I was so scared of you. I'm like, why is, and I think it's because I'm big. I mean, I'm big and loud and I have no edit button, but. (laughs) Right, right. But isn't that kind of your brand of humor? Like, isn't that what people know you for and love you for? Right. I could be loud and brash and, um, you know, outspoken and angry, which of (laughs) course, as you know, is not, you know, women are not allowed to be angry, but, but. I am a fucking mushbag. I mean, I wouldn't get away with my stand-up if I wasn't a vulnerable person because it, it's all from a real place. You know what I mean? Like, I was so bullied for the way that I look that, you know, and I say this in my book, too. Like, I wanted to control the laughter. You're not going to laugh at me. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what you're going to laugh at. And if you think, you know, I don't know what you... See when you look at me or what you think when you look at me, I'm I'm like 18 steps ahead of you. But can I read something to you? Fuck yeah. That someone just sent. And I haven't shared this with anyone and I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to. Okay, ready? Yeah. Judy Gall completely shifted my perspective on my position in life and how I viewed myself. I remember the first time I saw her, I was sitting on the couch on a Friday night watching Comedy Central Friday night stand up. It was truly the first time I saw a woman just behaving the way she wanted and in front of an audience. I can still see that night hearing her nose whistle, me cracking up harder than I knew was possible. (laughs) I never knew a woman could so confidently make fun of herself without self being self-deprecating and just just be an absolute goofball in front of people without hesitation. I felt lifted and like my world was opening up, all of a sudden I had so much more possibility for my own growth and how I could present myself to the world without fitting into some societal mold. I still often think of that feeling anytime I'm nervous about how the world will see me. She really made a huge difference in my life just by doing what she loves and sharing herself with the world. I'm so grateful I was able to experience that back in high school. I mean, I want to cry you don't know the impact you have on people because I don't fit into the societal mold. You don't fit into the societal. We don't fit in. Yeah. I mean, I remember coming out and, and just even before coming out, just feeling so different. And, and I wanted so much to fit in, so much to fit in. Did And I never did, by the way. I never did. Right. H- how were you as a kid? What were you? How were you different? Oh, my God. Nicola, I'm telling you right yeah. now, I was so tall. My parents were really old. They were 20 plus years older than all. So I grew up, I grew up with parents that should have been my grandparents, you know, and I was teased. I was, it was every minute of every day, Bigfoot Sasquatch, Bigfoot Sasquatch, but I was funny and like, we were funny, but we didn't, we were not, oh, this is the thing, like not 
affectionate at all. I don't know if you really nothing, no hugging, no nothing. That's so but, like un-Jewish to me. I know, but a clever quip. Yes. Uh, would get that was the that was the gold star, you know, like uh, Is someone playing the flute. Apparent no, that's the, the uh, apparently we're living in Berlin in 19, you know, 38. <laughs> These fucking sirens that go up Amsterdam Avenue. It used to be one siren and now it's like, you know, I feel like I'm in Blitzkrieg. All right. Anyway, my grandmother was affectionate. So mm-hmm. I got a little bit there. But it was never like huggy and let me put my hand. And I am so over the top, huggy. I love you every five seconds with my kids because I didn't yes. get that. It's so interesting. And what was your mother? Your mother is sounding so waspy, by the way. And I know she's not with us oh, anymore. Oh, no, she's so Jewy. I mean, she is. That's so interesting. Yeah. So my mother, do you really want to get deep into this? Of course. It's 11 o'clock. Let's do it. Okay. My mother had a brother and a sister. Yes. And my mother, and they grew up on West 94th Street. And my uh-huh. br- my mother's, and she went, my mother went to Julia Richmond High School with Lauren Bacall, Betty, Betty Persky. Oh my God, that was her real name. Wow. So her brother was playing ball in front of a an apartment building. And so the doorman comes out and says, you can't play here. And grabs my mother's brother's jacket off the hood of a car. This is 1939. Okay. And he runs and he goes back. The, the guy grabs the jacket and goes back into the lobby of the apartment building. And her brother comes in to get the jacket and he throws it to like the, the super's grandkid or something. He's playing keep away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the brother goes and reaches for the jacket and the doorman pushes him and he falls back, hits <laughs> his head on the marble floor and dies. Your mother's brother? Yes. At 15. That informed the way my mother was a parent because we were one minute late. It was like the end of the world. And it took her till she was in her mid or late eighties. She said to me, you know, the one, cause no one ever talked about her. I didn't even know she had a brother until I was like in my twenties. But she said, the one thing that really bothered me was that he died in the morning and they left me at school. So when I got, when she got home, and she knew something was wrong. All this fucking Mishigas is, it was the way, I think she was depressed, which makes me a comedian. That makes sense. So did your mom, like with all of this anxiety, did she run a house where she made sure everyone told her everything? Like she always had to be in the know. No, we all had privacy, major privacy. Um, no one talked about anything, nothing. Did she ever give you like the the drug talk or the birds and the bees talk? No. No, no never. Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Were you wild growing up or were you Oh my god. I Nicola, <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was friends with you. Was so reserved and smart and polite and I was like what is going on here? <laughs> like why doesn't anyone talk to each other? What the fuck? And they were all like, you know, I was the identified patient. Like I was the one that was yes. crazy. And in in reality, I was the normal one going, why is no one like having any communication? <laughs> well, I am here, Jude. I am listening. I am present. And you are going to tell a story that you are like dying to get off your chest. Yes. I'm going to tell you a story. And I don't think I've ever really told this story, but I'll, yeah. Do your kids know the story? I don't think so. But it's something I've held on to 
Yeah. And and the, it's just something my parents never knew. My mother never knew, you know? Judela, tell me everything. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So when I was 16, I hated summer camp. Like my mother sent us, and my mother was always like, you know, she was very tough love. Like you go to summer camp and you got to stick it through. So one summer I was like, I'm not going to camp. I don't, I, I just, I hate it. So this one summer I was like, I'm going to go to driver's ed. I'll get a job. So I'm taking driver's ed. And at this point I started smoking pot. Now I have to say smoking pot in 1978. Mm-hmm is not smoking pot in 2021. It's like half the time it was oregano. It, you know, <laughs> it was just shit. And they, they all used to be like, oh, we got some Colombian. Ooh, it was like ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm meeting my friends and we smoke a little. Yeah. And then I get on my bike to go drive to driver's ed, which is at the high school. And I'm dri- I'm riding my bike to driver's ed and I'm going over this bridge. And I guess I wasn't really... I don't remember what happened, but I went to turn and someone hits me and I go flying and I think I hit my head, I think on the hood ornament and I'm laying there and my bike is like completely fucked up and I, I came to, I guess they brought me over to the sidewalk and I said to them, look, don't call my mother. She's mm. high strung. That was the first, I don't even remember this. And I was like, that was the first thing out of my mouth was like, don't call my mother. And then I looked down and my shirt, my favorite <gasps> t-shirt is completely covered with blood. Cause it's a head <gasps> wound. <gasps> An ambulance comes and they take me to the hot local hospital. And I didn't, I was very, I was kind of butchy and I didn't, anything I had, I would put in my bra. <laughs> I put in a bag of my bra. <laughs> Yeah. Which was where the rest of the pot was. Oh, God. And so I get to the hospital and I'm laying there. And of course, my mother comes like immediately drops everything, comes in. And so I'm laying there and they're cleaning me up. And the guy leaves for a second and he's like, oh, I'll be right back. And I realize, oh, my God, the pot is in my fucking bra. Fuck. Oh, shit. So I take, um, I look down, I peel. It was like stuck to me. I peel it. Ugh. I get off the, the gurney thing and I throw it in the garbage. Like I lift all the shit up and I throw it in the bottom what? of the garbage. And I get back on and the police come. They're <gasps> like, what happened? My mother's like, do not talk to them. Do not say anything to incriminate you. And I'm like, I don't know. I was riding. I turned. I couldn't. No one was coming. And then out of nowhere, she hit me. And then woman drove away afterwards. <gasps> she had driven away and parked her car. So 
that was one thing against her. So like, what did you think would happen or what were you worried would happen if the cops found out that you had, you know, a cleavage full of wheat? You know, like I'm 16 and I'm like, oh my God. Like you think pot is the worst. Like, you know, you think it's like heroin. You're never going to go, you know, like you're going to be jailed. You know, like that's how that's how we thought about it in the 70s. Like, and look, you could have had tits full of oregano. We don't know. Right. Right. So I get cleaned up. I have 15 stitches (gasps) in my head and it's like they shave shave (gasps) one side of my head. And I had missed my brain by like only a little like it was, you know, I was lucky. Um, They shave my head and then my mother starts doing this. Pippy Longstocking haircut for me because one side was long and one side wasn't in the back, and she would like put it in braids with one. It was so ridiculous. I look like such an idiot. And then um, I had a neck brace, and I had fractured my elbow, and like I looked like out of you know a mummy. I had my head completely um, bandaged up. God, neck brace, mummy. And they, I guess you know now I know as an adult they had to do an insurance claim, and I am like the Jewish guilt of me being stoned, you know, I never said anything. Right. But I have carried the guilt of that that accident and my, causing my mother, you know, oh my God. Like now I know as an adult, like yes. get, that must have been, oh my God. To get that phone call. You know what I mean? So your daughter's in the hospital. Yes, it probably took her back to her brother. Oh, apparently they had said, your daughter's in the hospital. We need permission to treat her oh. and and you don't have to come. And my mother's like, what are you talking about? I don't have to come. But yeah, she's dead and she'll never know that I had I was stoned. And it was probably not all, but maybe more of my fault than it. it yeah. I never got stoned and rode my bike ever again. How did this change your life? I'm very careful. You know, it makes you realize, you know, like I'm careful. I'm safe. I don't do unsafe. I wear helmets. I wear, I scream at them all the time to wear helmets. They never wear their fucking helmets. So them are your two boys. And, you know, on the show, uh, our guests often call their moms and confess. But would you be cool kind of calling your sons and detailing this cautionary tale? Yeah. All right. Let's call your boys. Hi, Benela. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Ben. Hi. How are you? Oh my God, you guys are so so handsome. Thank you. And and you have such a deep voice. <laughs> Thank you. Henry got a little less handsome than me, but so. oh <laughs> God, you guys are such brothers. We've never had sons, by the way, on the podcast. Never. I, I, I've never done a podcast with them before. This is the first time. I've been on ah! a podcast with you, but not with Ben. Not too. with Ben. Like, they've never done this and that they actually took time out of their day. Okay, so Ben is... Ben, you're how old? I'm 20. Or I'm no, 19. you're not. 19. 19. I get ahead of myself. Sorry. <laughs> and you're at Tulane. And Henry, you're 24. Yeah. And you live in Harlem. Yep. Okay, how would you describe Judy? Judy, let them talk. I would say loud would be number one. Loud is my number one descriptor. Loud is definitely a true statement. And how is she as a mom with you guys? Like, does she have like the open house where you guys tell each other things? Or is it more like, you know, keep things to yourself? We definitely 
tell her a lot. Yeah, I mean, the, the rule is you can say whatever you want as long as it's funny. That was the rule for when they were kids and they would say nasty stuff. But I, I love that rule. Yeah, like if it's funny, you get because you, you win. So your mother told me a story. It has to do with drugs. Judy, can you just give them the log line? I got stoned before driver's ed when I was 16 and I was riding my bike to driver's ed and I got hit by a car and had 15 stitches in my head and a fractured elbow. And I never told my parents the reason maybe that I got hit by a car was because I was stoned and I got into the hospital and I was, and I remembered that I had put my bag of pot in my bra in her cleavage. And I had to get up from the gurney and peel it off and throw it in the garbage. Ben, did anything happen the other day? Yeah, I was going to say that's a perfect segue into <laughs> uh, <laughs> like three days ago. I was, I have this like electric scooter. No fucking way. What happened? <laughs> I have this electric scooter that goes like 18 miles an hour. So I'm riding it to like, like the, um, the corner store that's like a mile away. And this woman is making a right out of the corner store. You're just losing it. She hits me. She messed well, up. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, but I was perfectly He's fine. fine. He just had when a stab on his knee. When the fuck did this happen? Three days like, ago. Three I days told ago. him not to tell you. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but I don't keep that. And what happened? He got hit at like five miles per hour. Literally have nothing wrong with Here's a scab on his knee. I, I literally to call it a scratch is an exaggeration. She yeah. hit you though with the car. So you know you're supposed to look the way you're going. Okay, look I can't. This look, <sighs> she didn't do that. This was don't tell my mother. Okay, yeah. are you fucking? So what did you? She stop? Yeah, yeah she got out and apologized, and it was fine. She was... stopped, and you were like, okay, no problem. Did you have a concussion? Did you hit your head? No, he didn't. No, even I literally like floor. didn't. He, like she hit me. Was it bleeding? She hit the scooter. No. Like she didn't hit me. And What's wrong with fine. the scooter? It's I have the the back wheels. She hit him at like four off. miles per hour. Did you get her information at least? I didn't. Ben, uh, what the ben. fuck? It was, it was my first time ever getting hit by a car. Well, I hope it's your last, Ben. Yeah. I'm ben, where's the scooter? I want to see the scooter. It's out there. It's fine. It's it, completely fine. It's literally the back wheel is just. Are like, you gonna get a fix that I paid for? Yeah, except. Uh, I actually paid for it. No, I gave you money for it. <laughs> most ben, ben, were you stoned? No. I was, no, he doesn't do that. He doesn't I do was that. Going, I was going straight from the gym, actually, because it's on the way. Like, the gym is happening. Wow. Were you from, paying attention? Did you have headphones on? It was her fault. because I don't I don't care. That's why you, you have to be proactive. Ben, you don't do any, any weed? No. Henry? I do, but he play he plays college basketball. Oh, so he, so he can't. Yeah. Did, did did Judy give you guys the the drug talk when you were younger? No. I did so. She. No, you I don't. told you not to do coke and pills. Yeah, and yeah, heroin yeah. Yeah. and all that shit. And someone didn't listen to me. Did you get stoned before you got here? No. Did you do the vape pen? <laughs> no. Tell I me the truth. Didn't I just woke up? Does it surprise you that your mother? Used to be a stoner. I mean, maybe she's still a stoner. I don't know. Not at all. No. No. Yeah. Why? Uh, it just fits her personality. Like <laughs> she wakes up late, works late at night. Like it. It just fits. <laughs> it's 
you it's not like you wake if, if you if your job made it so you woke up early and went to bed at late like those aren't qualities that like stoners have it's so it's like easy to see <laughs> someone who like you curse on i saw you cursing on stage from when i was young so it's like not hard for me to imagine you right like bad things as much is there ever a time you remember when you guys were growing up where she embarrassed you oh god like, no really yes I'll Growing use it. Up. I'll try. I'll try and find or, a different. Or yesterday. Story. Yeah. Every <laughs> there's two things that always happen. The first one is that whenever we're in public, she just. This is what Henry's saying. Where she's loud. She's so obnoxiously loud and doesn't even notice it. And I'm like, I'm just like, mommy, please just say what you're saying. Because I've like, worked oh. in clubs, I like really think I have little. I have no. I talk loud because I'm so used to talking loud. Yeah. So yeah, I know. I do do that. But yeah, loud's not loud's not a descriptor though. <laughs> the other one is when she picks one of us up after not seeing us for a while. Like let's say she picks me up at the airport or something. Yeah. We'll get out of the car and do like a like tappy feed and like open her arms and like yell that she misses me. But it's fine, but it's in front of like fifty people. That's She's so just, cute. Yeah, but it's 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 definitely embarrassing when I'm, but it's funny but it's funny too most of the time yeah yeah but it's always like okay stop okay stop <laughs> judy how would you say each of these kids is similar to you oh that's funny um henry you know like when you were in high school or college and you bump into one of your mother's friends and you'd yes. be like hi mrs talento how are yes. you or you'd avoid them and make believe you didn't see them henry totally. will purposely go up to be Hey, hey, Cynthia, how are you? Cynthia is my friend's mom. Uh, okay, I just thought of a name. <laughs> All right, he'll go up to um, Leslie. Who? Leslie. No, just <laughs> shut up. Hey, Cynthia, how are you? You really like people. Yeah, I guess so. As opposed to your mother. Yeah. Oh, I'm just kidding. Just, just, <laughs> just fucking with you. And what about Ben? How how's How's Ben turning into you they just have the same mannerisms we have the same man but here's the thing like i get when henry is annoyed with ben <laughs> but i also get that ben is like a nudge and so, like he I, there's so much of me like, all right here's an example so one time i got called in to ben's teacher in like fourth grade i don't know maybe it was it was high school it was high school and they're like Look, Ben is disrupting the class. And the teacher was like, the problem is, is that I also think it's funny. <laughs> so, and they're both very sensitive, thoughtful. Like Henry the other day said that he was, um, he saw a woman in the car with her three kids trying to parallel park. And it was like, there was a, she was trying to parallel park on 108th between Broadway and Amsterdam. And there was a construction zone on the other side of the block. So there wasn't room to pull over for cars right. to get by. And right. there were like three cars behind her. And she was in a long Subaru. And she was like, I could see her freaking out with like a, f a few kids in the back. And I just was like, do you need help? Like, you want me to park it for you? And I hopped in and parked it for her. And then, uh, so Henry, you're a mensch. You're a little mensch. You're a little shyster. Yeah, they're both menches. They're both menches. You guys are menches. Now, weird question, and don't get grossed out, but do you find that you go for women who are similar or different than Judy? My girlfriend right now isn't really that similar to Judy. I don't think. I mean, like, no, my, I don't like, think mine like, is either. They have qualities. Like they're both funny. They're both whatever. But there's not like, like, oh my god, that's dead on. They have to have it. 
I think both our both our girlfriends have a sense of humor, though. Yeah. But and and do both your girlfriends debate you? Like, are they like your mother, oh, where they're like they yeah. hold yes. you to task? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No. They call them out on their shit. Thank you. One of Henry's exes looked identical to our other mom, and he didn't. They didn't notice until recently. <gasps> and it's like I didn't even think so. I until Ben. Here's my favorite mother story. Ben once came home from school and he's like, I think I have a girlfriend. And I said, really? He was, uh, he must've been eight or nine. And I said, really, really? Uh, um, who is it? Uh, you know what? I, I Then I started asking questions like, oh, what is she like? And he said, you know, she's, she's okay. You know, she's okay looking, but she's really funny. Oh. And that to me, was like, my job is done here. Yes, I love it. Guys, did your mom, did Judy give you the the birds and the bees talk? No. I. What are you fucking talking about? Judy, what, how did you give them the birds and the bees talk? Henry came to me and said, my body is changed. You don't remember this? It was in this that. room. I, my body, something's <laughs> happening with my body. It's changing. And I said, okay, well, that's normal. Here are some... Um, yeah, he, no, I said, here's some guys. And I said, and here are. So you had guys on standby for them to talk yes, to? Yes, I did. But I oh, also showed him smart. where, you know, the towels were. Now, I know you guys grew up in New York City, right? But did you ever get shit for having two moms? You know, because they both played sports. They d- dealt with a lot of kids saying faggot and gay. Really? And, yes. And they both have stuck up for and said, not okay. Both of you have? Yeah. Yeah. Not if it not if it's like not if it's like they say it once, but if it's just if it's like over and over. When I was in college, I was part of a fraternity and one of the kids wrote like the pledges are faggots. And then I was like and then he said it again and then he said it again and then he and then the fourth time and then I wrote in the I wrote in the group me with everyone in the frat being like being like, yeah, like, do you have any other words or like, are you just going to keep saying? One time Ben was playing basketball at PS 87 and a kid was like, faggot, faggot, faggot. And I remember Ben told me, he said to the kid, why, why do you hate gay people? And the kid's like, I don't hate gay people. And Ben said, well, when you talk like that, it sounds like you hate gay people. Good for you. And I, you guys have always been out, right? Like out is a family. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't, I think I can't speak for Henry on this, but I've, always been like bigger than everyone else so that i think also contributed people will listen to you yeah i love to ask these guys at the end of every episode what is something each of you love most about judy about your mom i know you can cry bust out the tissues my favorite question to ask i think that something that is unique to judy that not all you know, kids can say that they have with their parents is that whenever I am going to do something with her, like when we'll just like hang out in the living room, whatever, like, you know, when you're done hanging out with your friends and you know, you have to go home. I know that I'll never be bored. Like, and Mm -hmm. it, that could be me being annoyed. I might be annoyed at her. You know, it might be watching Jeopardy. It might be me being annoyed. It might be us having an ADD attack for an hour and a half, but Something is going to happen when I hate you. <laughs> Something that I didn't plan on happening will happen. Yes. And that's, yeah. 
That's it. That's it. How am I supposed to follow I that? Follow that. I love that. No, you follow it. How's your whatever whatever it is for you? Okay, here's the trick. Ready? Yeah. Because I know you're like you're like a macho. I I get it. I have one of you back back at the home front. Okay, you put your hand on your heart. That's your right hand over your left left side. Okay, and then you close your eyes. No, Henry, you have to do it. Okay, now what do you love most about Judy? <laughs> I think that if I if I ever if I ever got in trouble, um, I could just like as long as I just told like told her as long as I wasn't you know doing anything horrible or like I got into a bad situation, I would never, I I like I wouldn't be scared to go to my parents about it. Like I would I would be anxious, but I wouldn't be scared. Parents or parent? Parent. Yeah. So if you were parent. stoned. And riding your bike on a bridge in New Jersey and you got hit by a Mercedes in the 70s, you would tell Judy. Yeah. I get you. I get you. Yeah. I love it. Judy. And I love I- them so much. And can I, Nikki, this was the best podcast I think I've ever done in my life. I, I love you for doing this. I thank you so much. I mean, we never get to do this and talk like this. And I just love my kids more. I mean, they're... Being with them trumps, I hate that word now, anything I do, anything. Like, I would drop everything to just hang out with them. I love them so much. All right, you guys take us out? Yeah. If it's not one thing, it's, it's your, your mother. mother. I went too early and then I didn't. Okay, ready? All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> take two. If it's not one thing, it's, it's your, your mother. mother. Guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode with Judy Gold and the adorable Ben and Henry. Don't forget, subscribe to Don't Tell My Mother everywhere you get your podcasts and give us a five-star review because we love to hear from you. We need the validation. Follow us on the socials at Nikki Levy and at Don't Tell My Mother on Instagram and leave us a voicemail with your first queer crush and we will try to shout you out on air next week. 213-290-0762. We love you. Remember our mothers know how to push our buttons because they're the ones who installed them. Mwah. Don't Tell My Mother is created, hosted, and executive produced by Nikki Levy, my daughter. The show is executive produced by John Cryer. Oh my God, I love him. And Lisa Joyner and Jody Zuckerman Weiner at Discount Sushi. Our producer is Liza Glukoft. Co-producer, Andrew Condon. Mixed and edited by Donovan Bullen. Theme song by Donovan Bullen and Joe McKenzie. Distributed by Acast. Now go call your mothers. Just don't, just don't. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.